Oh, Mr. Kisser. You dug that out of the depths. I love it. Love that song. Were you even born then? 93, I was born. Oh, my God. That song was 79. What's that? So that's already 18 years older than you. Somewhere I want. Look, I'm not going to figure yeah, the math. Yeah, let's do math. But that is a great song. Uh, I love that song. Hey, everybody. Kevin Draco here with This Dream House along with Chef Mark and Kevin Kistner. Brought to you in part by Appliance Factory, Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance mattress retailer. This Dream House, if you don't already know, is a program that's all about the home. We're going to discuss renovations, remodels, and converting your property into your dream house. We're also going to navigate common homeowner pitfalls and even give you advice on buying and selling homes. If you have any questions or comments, contact us by emailing us at thisdreamhouse at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at This Dream House. We'd love to hear from you all. Oh, my God, Mr. Kistner, do we have something to talk about this week? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Have you seen my tweets on Twitter? Oh, I've seen everything. Did, did it look like I was ready to jump off the bridge? I think every person in Broncos country is ready to jump off. I was ready to put a hole in a wall. Uh, yeah, and, and look, everybody, oh, you're overreacting. Look, uh, however you felt about the game, as a fan, that's called being a fan. You have the right to either be feel good about it, feel bad about it, disappointed, want to jump off the bridge. I think all of that is in play. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I Tyler said he was on a couple Seattle radio stations, and people were ready to – they were already asking Tyler – is it? Can you fire Coach Hackett because of this already? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know that I was there. I'm not there yet, yeah. <laughs> but these are the kind of mistakes that get coaches fired for for going against the data, going against the analytics. That was the thing. The analytics said, "Go for it," and he still went against the analytics on his own team. And everything else has been analytics preseason. Wouldn't you agree? Oh my gosh! <laughs> All I right, mean. so. What were you quickly? What were you most disappointed in? What did you like? Uh, I was disappointed, other than the the drama with the kick. I, I was disappointed that Melvin Gordon got more carries than Javante Williams. Mm, I want one. more carries from Javante. I know he got eleven passes, uh, pass catches. I, I don't want that. I want more carries when it's inside the the one yard line. I want Javante, not Melvin. And I know Javante fumbled, and I know that exactly. sounds a little yeah. sounds a little hypocritical, but. He's not going to be doing that every time. Melvin has a history of the fumbles. I got to be honest. Were you not at least a little surprised we were in a pistol on the one-inch line? Yeah, I, I hated was. that. Either get I, under center. Well, and, this is what I mean. And I get it. It's loud, right? But, yeah. you know, I, I believe there's – to me, it's a quarterback sneak, right? Yeah. Russ is small. He's physical. You don't want to get him hurt. However, if Tom Brady can fall forward, Russ could fall forward there. And I get it. I don't know. And that's that's armchair quarterbacking, right? And that's the least of my worries. But I was a little – nobody really talked about that. I was a little surprised. Yeah. I mean, in, in that situation, just get under center and hand it off. Get under center and do quarterback sneak. This shotgun stuff, stop it. When you're inside the five, go back and watch the game. Inside the five, they were in shotgun – 90% at least no, 90%. They say it was because of the uh, silent count from the shotgun not being under center to which he couldn't communicate, but I'm with you. you I, I, yeah. I'm with you. And especially with the backs that you have, obviously timing played a part. Look, crowd noise played a part, so uh, good for Seattle. All right, ready? I'm going to give you a list. Likes, didn't like, and we get a quick comment. Um, so what I liked, the offense wasn't predictable. First time in years. Good, good. First time. Tight ends look great, particularly Beck. Loved it. Who's Andrew Beck? <laughs> Unbel- and, and i got to be honest, I was kind of one of those guys saying, well, maybe we should 
uh, cut him and keep you know someone yeah. else. So, yeah. I, I, and again, great job. Um, Javante Williams just picked Amazing. up where he left off. Uh, offensive line played, I thought, pretty well. Could play better. Russ played very well. 300-and-something yards. Uh, what I didn't like. Field goal at the end of the game. Yep. And again, that's water under the bridge. Let's move forward. Uh, abandoned the run game. You know, yeah. Williams need more than seven carries, you were so never, me and you were right on there. You were never out of the games where you had to abandon it. Right. Penalties and uh, lack of focus is a big thing for me. Because yeah. that's half the game. Yeah. Uh, I thought our defense over-pursued plays. Uh, and look, very uncharacteristically, I think he passed his first eight out of ten plays, which I don't believe we were ready for. But it was almost like... Uh, we're going to really dom, you know, we really want to dominate. We're going to over pursue this, and they were, you know, they were doing some counters and you know, options. It, it, it just we looked confused, and of course that opened receivers. We looked lost almost for the first half, to be honest. That's what happens when you don't play in preseason. You don't get the reps. You don't get that chemistry going on defense. And here's the big one for me. I thought special teams absolutely looked awful. I am so tired of seeing our kickoff returner. Tippy toe into the defenders. Literally. Just let the ball bounce in the end zone and take the ball from the 25. But even our pursue on the kickoffs, we went in timid, and I get it. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants to get hurt. But the big difference to me was that Seattle on special teams was flying to the ball all over the place. That's what you get. All right. That is what you get. All right. Uh, What do you think going forward, Kev? We're home. Texans. Texans put up a good game. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be closer than we think. Quick score. Let's get all our scores in. Well, with Justin Simmons out now, yeah. I think I had this game at going 27-20. Okay. Um, I think the Broncos, they're going to score. They're not going to fumble on the one-yard line. They're going to score this time. They're not going to win a game with 16 points. They're not going to do that. They're going to actually put up the numbers they were supposed to last week. They get 27. Davis Mills and the Texans, they move the ball, and they score. Isn't that scary? But... I think they're going to have to play catch-up. Okay. And 20 is not going to get the pa- That will open yeah. the pass rush. Yeah. And gotcha. maybe you get a couple turnovers here. Maybe Gregory gets that first sack. I have 27-20 Broncos. Chef Mark, oh, what you man. got, brother? <clears throat> I don't know. You know, it, they didn't seem ready for the season. Um, so Kind like, of a running narrative, I would agree with you. Yeah, and I like what Kevin said that, uh, you know, the chemistry wasn't there. So, But I think they're going to make some corrections. I think that they've got a lot of work to do, uh, but I think they're going to pull it off. Um, gosh, I hope they. I hope they win by seven. I I'm going to go with Kevin's prediction. I really like where he's at on that. All right. So for me, I mean, look, last week is last week. It's over. Um, I do think we learned from this. I yeah. do think that was. You know, I, I heard Russ's interview. He talked about overcoming adversity uh, in the game. My God, we had more adversity in that game. You would have swore that uh, Seattle would have won that game by 21 points. You would have swore. The way that game was going. Yeah. I, everything everything yep. went their way. Um, so uh, I'm going to still be a little cautious. I'm going to go 24-20. Um, and I hope you're right, Kev, because really the potential is there to score 30, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go 24-20. I think it's going to be a little closer. But I think the home crowd, come on, Broncos country, get out there, be loud. Uh, I think it carries us through. And, you know, Russ is just Russ, and hopefully we put the game back in his hands. And on the note of star quarterback, the star quarterback of our team, how's things going, Chef? Oh, man, I had a great weekend. I'm enjoying the weather. I love this time of year. Why don't you tell everybody, you have a lot of guest appearances. You are like a popular guy, Kev. Did you know we had like a rock star on our show? 
Oh, he makes the best food around. So. <laughs> well, that's true. I've had him cook for me many a times, and uh, it is fabulous. So tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that we do, and the thing I think I'm most proud of, is that we donate uh, an in-home cooking class and dinner party uh, for 10 people to various charitable organizations throughout the Denver region and throughout all of Colorado. And I've got a lot of great stuff coming up. In fact, I'm so busy that you're helping me out, aren't you? I sure am, buddy. Yeah. So this, Anytime, by the way. Yeah, thank you. So this Saturday, we have a new group that we're working with. Uh, it's called Go Farm, and I love them. They help support small farmers throughout the Denver uh, region get to farmer's markets, and it's a wonderful uh, organization. So you're going to be in Golden helping to auction off this cooking class. I am. I'm going to be talking about you. I'll, uh, I have plenty of good things to say. Hopefully, they won't cut me short. <laughs> Yeah, and then I've got a couple more events next week. Uh, Camp Apiapi, which supports children who have cancer. Um, they send the kids and their siblings to a free camp. This happens every year. We donate uh, these cooking classes. Last year, we helped raise over $5,000 to send kids to camp. And then another group that I'm really uh, glad to, to be working with, uh, Paula Haddock with Sense of Security. They uh, support women who have cancer. They actually help pay their bills. And I really love this group because they go straight to the source, people who need the help the most. So we've had a ton of events coming up. We just did uh, Clothes for Kids of Denver. We donated a cooking class to them as well. And all of these, all of this support is uh, thanks to Appliance Factory Mattress Kingdom. They support me to go to these events. Doesn't that sound great? I think it's um, unbelievable. And, you know, I've before <laughs> before leaving, um, I've done several for you, and it is an amazing thing to see. So I thank you for your time, and I thank uh, Plants Factory and Mattress Kingdom. It's really incredible. Okay, so let's get to our first guest. We have Roger and Jan Hubert with uh, R&J Cabinets. They've been on our show before, and... Remind me, you guys, last time we chatted, I was off to Ireland, and you were going somewhere, and we had a chance to talk before the show, and it sounds like you're off somewhere again. Um, where are you headed? Um, this time, we're going to get a, a delayed vacation that we planned two years ago, but we're going to go to uh, London, and then to Spain, and then to France, and then fly back home. So we'll be gone 11 days on this trip. Wow, I I mean, I was thinking you were gone 21 days. Uh, That seems like an awful lot to get in uh, on 11 days. And of you two, who is the planner? Because there's always one planner. Me. (laughs) That would be me. You see, that would be my wife, too. It's just like, tell me where I have to be when I get there and uh, uh, make everything smooth. You know, right. my my wife is our own. Magic wand and have it happen. Does it work that way for you? (laughs) You know, it it's really our first time of planning this intricately. Okay. So we'll see how it goes. And is there like I, a time? Like, do you have it? I mean, my I wife comes to with get a notebook. Down, I'm trying to get it down to the time. Yes, yeah, so we have to be at this train station at this time, and then we have to get off here, and then we have to be here by this time, and and hopefully because we have such a short amount of time yeah. to do I mean, Roger, that are you kind ready of trip. To do this? Oh yeah. You sure that's a vacation? Now I'm just yeah. asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see some of the sites that you. You see, when I went to Japan, I seen Mount Fuji, and I was had the cloud hanging around it. It was just like I seen in the books in school. So it's just fun to see. It's going to be exciting to see the Eiffel Tower and see some different things that that you just don't get to see on a you know. Yeah, I could totally relate. Having lived in Europe for a year, um, it is just that. 
right? It's like, oh my God, it's almost like I've seen this my whole life and there it is in front of you. So that's awesome. Yeah. But however, let's get going. Let's talk about R&J Cabinets. Um, remind our listeners, how long y'all been in business now? A little over three years. Actually, three and a half yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. And so and you go through COVID. <laughs> what was right. that like in your business? You know, at first it slumped a little bit, but then after after just short short amount of time, it really picked up again and has been going really good since. Did, did we had you guys, to take all the precautions, of course. Well, that's but, what I was going to say. Like, did yeah. you have to kind of redo what you did and and how you did it? Yeah, we did. We had to. Well, we obviously going into people's homes, we had to make sure that they were okay with that and that we all were agreeing on, you know, we are wearing a mask, we're doing hand sanitizer right before we come in. They, you know, it it really was good. Everybody was was just going with the flow of how we needed to do it and all of us be safe. And go through exactly what you specialize in. What is a normal sort of what are we what are you offering offering to your clients? We offer design services, and it is your layout of your kitchen. So either a brand-new kitchen or a remodel. Remodel, yeah. And, and you heard uh, Chef and I talking about um, sort of kitchen flow. Is that something that you guys work with every day? Yes. And do customers know that? Like consumers, the general public that's coming in, are they thinking more, well, I have a look. I'm not necessarily – thinking about the kitchen flow and how it's going to work for me. Or no, do they really come in quite knowledgeable? You know, it's a mix. There are people who really don't cook a lot, and so they want a certain look, and we say, that's great. And here, if you want to make it functional, you know, for resale, we always want to take that into account and be sure that it is a a well-functioning kitchen as as well as beautiful. And so if you two were building a kitchen for yourselves, what kind of – uh, cabinetry and wood would you use and really why? Um, you know, I'll jump in here. You know, today things are primarily paint and uh, I'm more of an old school hand rub <laughs> stained wood person. So I've been in the business forever and, uh, you know, we're, like Jan said, going on 40 years of business and we're literally over 150 million in sales so the number one thing we bring to our customer is knowledge and the advantage of working with us also is not just the knowledge that we bring we continually upgrade and update uh going to shows doing staggered designs looking at the latest trends jam was showing me a trend last night on the cell phone on the way home. She said, look what's trending in tile. And I wanted to stop you there because I wanted to focus on this a little bit. Uh, trends to me are always amazing. And uh, in the break, we were even chatting about the old um, farmhouse chic. Um, and I moved downtown in an urban city apartment. And uh, while I was away, I got very much into this uh, mid-century modern groove. Matter of fact, we were supposed to take a trip out to Woodstock. Why? Because I just have to go. I have to just see it and sort of feel it. And I really like um, that sort of design, right? That mid-modern uh, century. And, and, and really, it kind of morphs into modern design. Um, and that's what I did in my apartment. So I need your advice, guys, because my beautiful wife, Cindy, who I love dearly, 
Uh, she, at first, when I told her what I wanted to do, she looked at me like I really didn't have a clue what I was talking about. So uh, what's in? What's the trend? You know, mid-mod is, is still very much relevant, um, but it is more contemporary. So they kind of move from mid-mod into contemporary, and they're, they're very close anyway. Clean lines, simple. You're bringing a lot of natural woods along with, you know, geometric patterns, lots of different colors and things. So it's a really fun mix right now. Yeah, and, you know, we go back to um, Chef Mark's part talking about kitchen flow and cabinet space. And it, it was funny. We were putting things up on the wall, and, like, my wife just had all these things on all these shelves. And I'm, I'm sitting in the couch, and I look at her, and, of course, she got a little mad at me. But then, then to her – look, to her credit, she – Turned around and said to me later on, like the next week, um, you know, I think you're right. It looks better. And what it was, it was just sort of too much stuff, right? I mean, it really was simple. One shelf, one piece, another shelf at most, two pieces. And and it just keeps it really clean. And more than anything, um, it doesn't get my uh, mind scattered. <laughs> you know, it, it's very peaceful, very tranquil. I mean, are you seeing a lot of that now, in, in, in even in the kitchen environment, that it's sort of, I'm going to use the word tranquil because I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, it is. It just keeps, like you say, your mind gets cluttered and you're already trying to think about how you're making your meal, your kids are around, your dogs are there, the whole family's inside here, you're, or you're entertaining and you've got guests milling around and you're trying to keep everything going. You don't want a lot of eye clutter. You know, you, you want to be able to keep things clean so that... Nobody has to really focus on all of that. They can be with each other better. And is there anything else sort of that's trending um, that is that is sort of opposite end of the spectrum, totally different than that? It, it... You know, open shelves are still very much a thing that people want to do, um, but they're keeping them a little smaller and and keeping what's on them very simple. Then there's also glass. People still love the glass cabinets on either side of the range or, you know, on an accent area. Those are great to just add some visual interest without being too much. Um, and then the colors. There's all these colors that are now coming in. People are using the greens and the blues and, you know, tans and, and grays. It's just really fun to have all these different God, I hope my wife's listening to the show today because she, <laughs> she won't think I'm so crazy because that's a lot of sort of – and. And it's not like they're dull greens. I mean, these are some uh, vibrant, maybe not as earthy. And uh, what's what's the, the the green color there? Emerald. It's, what is it? Emerald, Emerald is yeah. coming out. And, you know, I mean, that's a bright, vibrant color. Yeah, and, and orange and, and yeah. even dark brown. And, mm-hmm. You know, it was really funny. We we traveled on our way back when we moved back to Denver, and it was we were in a uh, a, a hotel property. And we walk in, and it was completely, completely mid-mod. And, of course, um, and all these colors and all the geometric shapes, exactly what you're describing. And it was so funny because my wife and I had already discussed what we're doing in the house. And, again, she thought I was nuts. And we walk in, and I just look at her. She just looks at me, and we just (laughs) smiled. I was like, see, I kind of know these things. That's right. What is the um, biggest – when somebody's coming in to your business to do a remodel – what is the biggest misconception people have coming through the door about a kitchen remodel or a build, a new build? Um, a lot of it is timing. You know, they they feel they can come in and get it done in a few weeks, and it's 
The process has changed. It's uh, sometimes 12 to 15 weeks just to get cabinets delivered into town. And then you have to get on everybody's schedule. The labor has changed in Colorado to where you're trying to find an installer, uh, trying to get, uh, and Mark can probably mention the appliance list of waiting for a certain refrigerator that you want. If you want a 48-inch wide, 84-inch high refrigerator with deco panels, it might take six to nine months just to get that appliance mm. to where you can get it fit into your space. So we do everything from a, a I'll just say a $3,000 kitchen for fix and flippers. We do tons of those. And we do two and a half million dollar houses up in the mountains. We do, so we do the whole gamut of not just mid mod kitchens, but, um, you know, rustic kitchens. We do projects in Steamboat, uh, Breckenridge. Um, so we're kind of all over the place for a smaller company. We we average anywhere between 10 and 35 kitchens a month wow. out of our little showroom. So, um, and, and, and I would almost say, yeah, and, and I'm obviously now, who does all the project? You have project managers? Do you do the project managing? It's the two of us. Oh, yeah. my God. Literally that do and, the upfront stuff. Now it goes back to what's on your mind with those types of delays, right? And I'm mm-hmm. sure every business and almost every field that's out there is affected right now, right, by having the goods and getting goods. Yeah. And so how do you keep that planning? Because you're... You may be working on 10 projects this week, but, you know, you're really going, okay, I've got this one is coming in next week, and I got one coming in four weeks from now that we just took on, or or six months from now, and it must be unbelievable um, to try to keep all that together. We do. We actually do have some help in the office that does a lot of our delivery scheduling and stuff. So we have, there's three of us actually working pretty good, good hours on all of this. And it is hard to keep track, but, you know, everybody is really pretty um, willing to work with the schedule now. They're willing to bend. They're willing to say, okay, yeah, we know this is the way it's going now. We have delays in other areas as well as cabinets. So everybody kind of goes, okay, yeah, we can work with all of this. And, and I'm sure you really emphasize that up front too, right? Yes. Where, uh, your, your, your consumers or your customers – you set the proper expectation with yes, them, and I think that's important. really important, right? Because you never, you know, it's the old don't overpromise and underdeliver. You mm-hmm. have to really set reasonable expectations. And I would assume now, post-COVID, people are kind of used to that already. They are used to it. They don't like it still. Of <laughs> so course. It is, it's one of those just saying, look, these are the necessary evils, what we really have to plan. And we really have to make it clear because people still don't want to hear it, and so they kind of forget, and we have to remind them and say, now remember, we told you this was going to take this long, and they're like, okay, yeah. And it's just patience, and people are pretty good about it. And it's a big investment Yeah, it at is. the end of the day, right? Uh, and now, it contradicts itself. Big investment, I want return right now. Right? Yes. Think about it. If I go out and buy a 100-inch TV, oh, man, that, I don't care how I got to get it home. Somehow that's going to come home with me, and if you don't have it, I might not buy it, and that's just how we're used to doing things. Mm-hmm. But with this big investment, and we're talking big investment, um, it's better to have it done right. Yes. upfront, very carefully. And, you know, the computer programs are so awesome now. They help so much to help people be able to visualize. They get to take their drawings and have them and remind themselves, this is what we're getting, you know, so it's not just like, okay, what was that? And Because it's hard to 
really picture everything. So, so one last to... question for you today, and we, we just talked about uh, everything has gone up in price. And in and that, it's everything, right? I don't care if you're buying groceries today, of course, the, the horrible gas uh, subject, hate to go there. But so has it affected you all as well? In And have you seen it like from, you know, let's just say uh, pre-COVID to post-COVID? Uh, how much do you think that's changed? Is there any gauge of that right now? The, the, there's a slight gauge. We've We've occurred price increases up to... 10% from some of our vendors and our overheads kind of stayed the same. Uh, some of the other stuff that we've managed to control ourselves uh, has done very well, but uh, you know, we don't uh, put any expectations on our customer as far as, as far as budget constraints. We let them know where things are and then we give them a selection of product they can pick to yeah, to meet their needs. Meet and their that's needs. really – and at the end of the day, even the consumer has to think, this is a large investment. I want it right, right? Yes, exactly. And they do. They do. Yeah. Well, I loved having you two on again. It's so good to see you. I wish you nothing but the very best uh, in safe travels. And uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. We liked being here. It was Absolutely. It's good to see you and Mark. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's appliance and mattress experts. With 18 Colorado stores and a 4.7 Google rating, save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock and available for next day delivery. They have more products in stock than anywhere in Colorado. Appliance Factory gets exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at a huge discount and passes that savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot sales prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid, Whirlpool to Samsung at Appliance Factory, Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory, unbelievable savings. Work with the sleep experts at Mattress Kingdom. They have the most innovative brands like Purple and Nectar to Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock. Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom has unbeatable savings. Don't buy until you shop at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to this dream house. And it's time for our newest segment called 10 Second Tips from Chef Mark. And this is sponsored by Appliance Factory Fine Lines, Denver's luxury retailer. The next time you're in Fine Lines, ask how you could qualify for an in-home cooking class for you and 10 of your closest friends with my co-host, celebrity chef Mark. Okay, chef, I was out on your YouTube channel. I'll get that out right. And I saw uh, you were doing tips uh, about how to heat your pans and the best oil to use. Now, we're going to clock this. You have 10 seconds and only 10 seconds to give a tip to our listeners, uh, which will be about the best way to preheat their pans and best oil to use. Are you ready for this challenge? Uh, I'm going to try. 10 seconds is not a lot of time, but uh, I'll give it a go. All right. Kev, you got the clock. I got the clock. I'm not sure this man can do this, but <laughs> let's give it a shot. Mark? Go. Okay, so you want to preheat your pan so that you reduce splatter and you get a good caramelization on anything you're cooking. It could be steak, beef, chicken, vegetables. But when you preheat a pan, you reduce splatter, you increase flavor transfer, and you want to use a light oil when you are sautéing. Kev? 14. 
Look, oh. 10 seconds, not a minute, man. I, and oh. he was speaking fast there, too. He was. I oh thought I was God. listening to some car commercial. I am <laughs> sweating <laughs> over here. You know, you know the end of my, the car commercial where they're... I am sweating over here. My jaw hurts. I threw out my <laughs> neck. And you're telling me that was 14 seconds? 14.1. Oh, my gosh. You know, buddy, uh, again, um, we'll just... What, what do they say? Hashtag fail. Um, so close. So close. <laughs> only four. Watch this. You only. Is that 40%? Am I doing the right math? Uh, ten, four seconds too long on 10 seconds. Is that 40%? I don't know. Is, that, is it 40%? I don't too? know. I don't know. I, I'm looking at you. Don't you have a, cal- a calculator there? I don't know okay. what to put in the calculator. Yeah. I, so anyway, so he's so close, but he's, look, just for argument's sake, he's 40% over. <laughs> um, Guys. Uh, you need to work on your math more than I need to work on my cooking. Well, yeah. well, there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> We're so, I'm so used to a calculator. I just uh, Google it. For, Fourteen or forty percent of this and that yeah. equals right. Whatever, and, and it gives you the answer. the answer. Why wouldn't you? Okay, Seth, that was a lot of fun. You went over, but let me ask you: Where can our listeners see the full YouTube video of this? Yeah, you're going to go to my YouTube channel at Chef Mark Alex. It's just my name. Um, and I've got a ton of cooking tips on how to preheat a pan and use the oil. And I'm not talking a million miles per hour there, so I want you to check it out. And I'm sure it's more than 10 seconds, yeah? It's probably more like five minutes. So, yeah, I'm not uh, off to the races. All right, you guys. Listen, great show, a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget to join us next Sunday here on 104.3 The Fan for more great information all about the home on this dream house. Have a great day, everybody.